And welcome to Coffee Time Theology. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Stu. And I'm Grace. And as always, we're your hosts. Welcome back. We had a, a slight blip in our podcast schedule last week. Yeah. Well, after Stu had a very light version of COVID a couple of weeks ago, then I got sick and I did not have such a light version of COVID. And I was in bed for six days and it was quite unpleasant. So. Yeah. So welcome back. Thanks for. Thanks for tuning in again. Yeah, we've had a couple of questions about how people can get in contact with us, which I think is kind of cool. I'm just comments on things and the like. So if you wanted to email us, you can email us at graceandstew at gmail.com. Grace, spelled Grace, and, spelled and, and stew, spelled stew. S-T-U. At gmail.com. Yeah, sorry, at gmail.com. That was a terrible way to share an email address. Graysonstew at gmail.com. <laughs> you can email us there. And, you know, if you want to say hi, if you want to ask a question, if you want us to do a podcast about something in particular, if you just want to let us know where you're listening from, because we really enjoy, you know, the stats we get and see people listening all around the world. It's really cool. And we thought it might be cool to hear from you. So if you want to flick us an email, go for it. Yeah, anything at all. Questions, comments, concerns. Well, Meaningful insights. We'll read them all. We'll read them all. But today, we're going to be talking about worship. Yeah. Yeah. So often people, when they think about worship, they think of the singing that you do at church. And for a lot of people, that's where worship is. That's what it's defined as. But worship can be so many more things than that. So I thought I'd ask Stu, what's your favorite type of worship to participate in that's not musical singing worship? Mm-hmm. I think for me, it's, I actually really worship when I'm preparing a sermon or doing, you know, my uh, biblical exegesis, if you mm. will, my prep for a sermon about, like, hey, what's the message that God is sharing here? What's the message that I think God wants us to share? What's the idea to wrestle with? You know, um, that's a real worshipful experience for me as a time of going, okay, God, what, what do you want to, what do you want to do here? What are you saying? What are you saying? And just kind of that, I guess, back and forth with, with the Bible and, with God and her kind of prayerful focus, maybe? Yeah. It's just a real act of worship for me. What about yourself? Something that I've always found to be a really sometimes worshipful experience, something that I find shalom, you know, God's peace and joy through, is dancing. And dancing something I do as a hobby, but it's something where I can go and I can have fun and I can express myself and I can connect with God through that. And that's something that I've always really enjoyed. That's cool. It's probably not what people think of, again, like you say, most commonly when they think yeah. of worship. If you're like, hey, I'm going to go to church to worship today, you probably don't expect to be like writing a, a sermon or dancing. Or maybe dancing, I guess. All right, dancing like David danced? Yeah. Naked through the streets? Naked through the streets? Yeah, actually, I can almost guarantee that when you think, hey, I'm going to go to church to worship, you're not like, you know what, I'm going to take off my clothes and Dance around naked. Unless your church is very different than ours. Yeah, very different. And like, I have some concerns, but you know, I guess we can move on from there. Um, <laughs> you know, we do actually refer to our Sunday gatherings quite often as our worship. Hey, yeah. like people say, hey, join us for worship. 
join us for our Sunday worship service. Come worship with us. Yeah, come worship with us. And it's interesting when we like look at, at what we mean by that and yeah. when we say that. Because in some churches, not all, but there was that big thing of like, this is our time of worship. Join us right now as we stand and sing for our worship bit. Yeah, if you remember, or if, I don't know say remember, if you've seen meeting leads or like, you know, order of service or whatever you call them, sometimes they actually have a specific worship section. Yeah, this is the worship set led yeah. by our worship team, which is our discrete time of worship. It's enclosed, self-enclosed. Distinct? Discrete. E-T-E, not E-E-T, ooh, but whatever. Ooh, 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 Getting too ooh. academic for sorry, you. Sorry about it. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's self-enclosed and that can lead to people getting the impression or coming to the understanding that only that time is worship. Yeah. And the rest of our life is not. Or even the rest of the service. Yeah. The rest of the service is not. The rest of the week definitely isn't. Mm. And th- there has been a shift in that, eh? Like people have been like moving towards, and I say moving, have been moving for like 25 years, 30 years, like maybe forever. I don't know. I can't speak. But I think there's been, people have been coming to an awareness about what this use of language actually does to our practice. Mm. You know, how we engage with God is impacted by the language that we use at church on a Sunday and how we live the rest of our lives. Because if we think of the musical worship set on a Sunday morning Mm. as the only thing that is worship, then that makes it really hard to participate in worship any other time. Yeah. And especially if you're not uh, particularly gifted in the musical Space, or if you don't like it, or if you don't like it, actually, if you're an amazing singer and hate singing, because there's some people like that, you yep. know, like it actually would make it quite a difficult space to participate in worship if that's the only thing you think of as worship. Yeah, you know, doing this thing that I really don't like, mm. or even if it's not your thing and like you can be good at it or bad at it or whatever, but if you participate regularly in church life and find that singing songs on a Sunday is not your jam but you've been led to believe that that's what worship is, Mm. then do you then feel guilty because you don't enjoy worship? Like, that's a great question. I know plenty of people like that, eh? Who are like, actually, this isn't isn't how I most connect with God. This isn't how I honor God. Or I don't even know if it's okay for me to connect or honor God in different ways because this is the way. Because our focus, this is the way. Our focus is on worship this particular way. Yeah. Mm. This is the way. This is the way. Yeah, just a little bit of a Mandalorian cult reference there. So I guess the question with that is, so what exactly is worship, right? So if we're talking about like, it's not just musical worship, you know, Mm. you worship through dancing, I worship through writing sermons, study, people worship, you know, we have a worship service, which encompasses announcements, you know, (laughs) encompasses like welcome and prayer and spending time together, you know, if that can all be worship... I guess the definition of singing praise is probably not it's, not the one we go with, um, but I think it's 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 also the easiest one to think about. I think it's one of those things where we have to say, like, yes, singing musical worship during a, a gathering of the Christian family together, yes, that is worship and that's wonderful and people connect with God through that. Mm. But it's, yes, that is worship. And also other things are worship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, this does not hold the monopoly on what worship is. Yeah. And it's interesting to define, like, even now we're talking about what things are worship as opposed to what is worship. Mm. Singing, preaching, blah, blah, blah. They're all forms of worship. But at its core, what's worship? For me, I think 
worship is intentionally spending time with God or finding moments where you connect with God throughout your everyday life and moments where you can maybe pause and consider who God is and God's impact on your life. That's an interesting definition kind mm. of thought process because, you know, an act of worship is, is the act of honoring God. I wouldn't say that all of my prayer times are worshipful. Interesting. But they're all God-focused because I'm praying. Mm. But, you know, like, is my lament worship? Is my asking for help worship? Yes. Yes. But it's also, like, by worship, I think we're also honoring God. Yeah. It's offering praise, you know, offering something to honor God. I find it fascinating. We talked last podcast about reconciliation, right? Yeah. And we talked about all of the things in Leviticus. You know, Levitical law, do this, do this, do this. Um, You can do this, you can do this. All of those things especially the ones at the temple or the sacrifices, they were yeah. sacrifices of worship. Yeah. You know, we were doing this to honor God. And I think that's really interesting because those were all things to make us right with God. Yeah. Right? None of them were about God. Well, they well, were about recognizing that God had the power to make it right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And a lot of them were about us, you know, yeah. about the people who participated. And I think recently, recently in church history, there's been some discussion about what worship songs are. Right? What's okay. a Christian song versus a worship song? Because, you know, God, I love you, I honor you. Easily people will be like, yep, worship song, singing mm -hmm. to God. Songs about me or songs that are statements of faith, some people find those harder to acknowledge. Is it a worship song or are we singing? Is because, it just a song about God? Yeah, it's a song about God. Are we actually singing to God? Is it offering praise? You know, the, one of the conversations I heard once was at a conference thing was the discussion of the difference between a love song and a song about love. Mm. A love song is someone professing their love for someone. Mm. You know, like, this is a song, Grace, I don't think I've ever serenaded you to, to share my love um, for you by writing you a love song. But you're like, no, no, I, I'd remember if you had, <laughs> Yes, you probably would, you know, but this idea of like, I'm singing a song about you and how much I love you, obviously a love song, mm -hmm. as opposed to you're here and I'm singing a song about what love is. Yeah. In a God context, in a worship context, those are both interesting ideas because they're both really important, right? Yeah. One of them is, is about us acknowledging this is what God has done for us, is it's an act of worship of saying, as a community, we're singing this song to recognize something. And then there's the ones like, God, you are good. Yeah. I am directly singing this song to you. To you. As praise. And they're both worship. Yeah. So the reason I, I talk about that is I find if we can understand that, we can understand that worship's more than singing. Yeah. Because if... If the idea of, of worship is all about the praise aspect of I am singing to God to tell God how much God means to me, then I guess the sermon thing, the writing the sermon, you know, the spending time isn't worship in that way. Right. Because I'm not spending time consciously saying, hey, God, you're cool. I love you. Thank you for this. Blah, blah, blah. But I'm spending time with God. Mm-hmm acknowledging that this is an act of service, an act of worship, because I'm doing this for God. And using the talents and, and using, interests God has given you. And I think those, those are really cool. Those are really big. And <laughs> it's actually a really simple thing, you know, like yeah. to say like, actually all of these things are worship. And I think it's one of the things that's, because it can be so simple, we can lose it. Yeah. You know, because it's like, well, no, the, worship is the praise aspect not the quality time aspect. 
you know, not the spending time, not the honouring, is what some people think. Yeah. Yeah. Grace, you're familiar, so maybe other people are, with the idea of love languages. Yep. Right? So yep. people show their love through different ways. People feel love through different things. So there's what? Quality time? Mm-hmm. Gifts? Touch? Words of affirmation? And acts of service? Acts of service, right? And this is from the five love languages. If we take it, all of those things when directed to God or worship, mm-hmm. I sometimes find that might be a little bit easier for us to understand that life is worship. Yeah. You know, life can be worship. The idea of spending time with God and honoring God because we love him is an act of worship in the same way that reciting a psalm of praise is worship in the yeah. same way that sharing a lament, yeah, yeah, you know, crying out to God because we're hurting is also worship. They're all worship, but they're different types of worship, maybe? Well, I think worship can be a very holistic thing. Ooh. Here in New Zealand, when we're talking about what it is to be holistic, we have this thing called Te Whare Tapafa, the, the house with four walls. And it talks about how a person is made up of a bunch of connections, and it is their mental health, their physical health, their social well-being, and their spiritual connections. And how all of these four things together are what makes a person whole and well. And if we are thinking about worship, it's like, yes, spiritual connections, those moments where we feel deeply connected with God are important worship. But also, so are the times when we take a walk, because that's good for our physical and mental health. So are the times when we're connecting with our neighbors and our community, because that's a part of our well-being ourselves as well. So you're saying that all aspects of well-being can be worship? Yeah. If we invite God into them. If we do as Paul suggests in Romans and nice. offer ourselves as, as a living, living sacrifice. sacrifice. Mm. It's like I really enjoy the message version of what Paul says in Romans 12. Mm-hmm. Uh where it's paraphrased as Paul saying, so here's what I want you to do with God helping you. I want you to take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work and walking around life and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Mm. So it's everything that occurs in our day, offering it to God becomes an act of worship. Mm. It turns cleaning our house into an act of worship. It turns going into work and being a good employee, being the best employee we can to mission and work for God, if that's how we approach it. I think that requires us to be conscious of it, though. It probably won't accidentally be worship. Yeah, okay. Yep. It's the it's a conscious effort to, maybe not effort, if it feels too strong of a a word, but a conscious desire for something to be worship. A conscious decision, a spiritual practice of waking up in the morning and saying, today my life is going to be worship for God. Mm. That's not to say that there aren't things significant in specific times of worship. Yeah. Right? There's re- yeah. real power in musical worship. There's, there's real power in going, actually, I'm going to go for a walk to connect with God on a spiritual level. Yeah. You know, specific acts of worship are hugely important. It's just that we're we're called to both. You Mm -hmm. know, and I had this question that I wrote down and when we're thinking about this, 
about why we worship, right? Why we worship God. And there's, you know, I mean, there's so many answers to that question <laughs> because of who God is, because of what God's done for us, because of our relationship. All of these things are reasons to worship and, and do life with God because he loves yeah. us, yada, yada, yada. Not discounting those things, but there's heaps of them. Uh, but I wrote down this thing of, do we worship because it's a biblical mandate? Do we worship because we're told to? Or do we worship because we genuinely love God and want to? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a real interesting question because yeah. sometimes it's one and sometimes it's the other and sometimes it's both. Like, there's a discipline in worship mm-hmm. of saying, actually, I know intellectually or in the back of my head that God is good. Yeah. And God loves me. And I know that it is good for me to worship him. There are sometimes the discipline of that comes even when you're not feeling the, I want to honor God right now. Yeah. You know, I've had a crappy week or I've had, you know, this thing's happened and I don't want to honor God right now, but I'm still going to participate in a a, a sacrifice of praise, a sacrifice of worship Mm. because I know somewhere in my bones, you know, that. That this is true. That this is true. Hmm. Is that I don't I don't feel particularly thankful right now. Hmm. But I'm gonna sit down and give thanks to God anyway. Yeah. Because even if I don't feel it, I know that I am. Even if I'm not in a space where I can be grateful for what life is throwing at me right now, I am thankful for God's presence with me during it. Hmm. So is that sometimes worship is just that choice? Yeah. Right? Like is the I'm choosing. I'm choosing to do this for God right now. To do this for God. How do we then worship, having talked about all of that? Having talked about all of that. Well, for me, this is an act of worship. Hmm. This is something we're doing where we invite God into it. We want to do this with God. We want to do this to honor God. You know, we share our thoughts on theology, both for you who listen, for ourselves, and ultimately in a way that we believe is honoring to God. We hope that you, the listener, are brought closer to God through being invited to be part of our conversations here. And we invite you also to consider what it is that you do in your life that can be worship, that maybe is already worship, if you think about it. Mm -hmm. So thanks for joining us in worship today. We're so glad you were here. So glad you were here. So until next time. Take a deep breath. Drink some more water. Know that you are loved. And have a great day. Bye. Bye. Kia ora Tufano and welcome to Coffee Time Theology. We're your hosts. What happened to the... Yeah. Yeah. I panicked. We're going to need to go back. Yeah, actually the worst. <laughs>